Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, July 13th. The latest inflation numbers are out, and it is certainly not welcome news for the White House or for the Federal Reserve. Most of you listening to this podcast probably feel this on a daily basis, but inflation has not yet peaked, it seems. It's actually still on the rise. The Labor Department reports U.S. inflation surged in the month of June, consumer prices jumping by 9.1% year over year and 1.3% from May to June. Costs went up across the board, food, housing, energy prices, Those were the largest contributors to this spike. And the White House was clearly trying to set expectations, anticipating this really drastic increase in inflation. And again, we're talking about 40-year highs here that many Americans are experiencing for the very first time in their lives. President Biden issued a statement today that said inflation is, quote, unacceptably high, but also went on to claim that this figure is, quote, out of date because it doesn't reflect the dip seen recently in energy prices. Vice President Kamala Harris echoed that sentiment in remarks today at a White House summit. There is no question that we still have work to do. But it is important to note that these numbers do not fully reflect the recent drop in gas prices. Average national gas prices have fallen every day for nearly 30 days. And that is true. AAA reports the average price for a gallon of regular gas in the United States today is $4.63. That's down from a month ago when average prices were just over $5. But even so, $4.63 is a lot higher than what we were paying at the pump just about a year ago when gas was on average about $3.15 a gallon. Of course, Republicans are reading all the same polls Democrats are and the White House is and those of us in the press are, and they understand that the number one concern for voters at this moment in time is the economy and inflation. So it is not at all surprising to see Republicans trying to make some political hay off of these really troubling figures out today. Here's Josh Hawley, the Republican senator from Missouri. Is the president this morning saying that the numbers are fake, basically? Give me a break. I mean, now he's an inflation denier? Go tell that to people who can't afford to fill up their cars. I mean, it's just, it's really, it's kind of offensive. For President Biden's part, his statement did not come sort of in person uh, at the White House because he is overseas. He began his Mideast trip today uh, with his arrival in Israel. But as it pertains to energy prices, the key component of that trip is going to be his visit to Saudi Arabia. Of course, foreign policy will be the thrust of much of what he will discuss on this trip, but getting Saudi Arabia to increase production is a goal uh, for this trip, and Biden will be looking for that type of commitment out of the kingdom so that oil prices and then hopefully gas prices can continue to tick down. As for that summit, that Vice President Harris was attending today was with state and local leaders to draw attention to key elements of President Biden's economic agenda. One key piece of that, of course, was the American Rescue Plan that Congress passed last year and Biden signed into law. As one senior administration official put it, it's a way of trying to remind people 
that Biden's economic plan is helping not only get people back to work, but also that they're going back to better jobs with better wages. As you know, the jobs numbers have been quite robust and a bit of good economic news for Biden to tout amidst this inflation. And that's exactly what he did last Friday at the White House. Our private sector has now recovered all of the jobs lost during the pandemic and added jobs on top of that. But it is inflation that is really overshadowing all the other economic drivers that are out there at the moment. And to try and tackle inflation, Vice President Harris today also called on Congress to pass legislation to lower the price of prescription drugs, of health care, and the other everyday essentials that will meet the needs of American families. Let me translate that to you. That's Vice President Harris calling on Congress to pass this slimmed-down version of what was known as Build Back Better, or the so-called Reconciliation Bill, that is being negotiated in Congress basically just among Democrats because it will only require 50 votes to get through the Senate. That means we're back to familiar territory where Democratic leader Chuck Schumer and the very moderate senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, are in constant communication to see if a deal is possible. The minority leader in the Senate, Republican Mitch McConnell, is threatening to block passage of a separate bill, which is a bipartisan anti-China competitiveness bill, if indeed Democrats continue to pursue the reconciliation bill that Harris was trying to push Congress to pursue today. McConnell makes clear on a near daily basis that he believes Biden's policies, both what has passed in the last year in Congress and what the administration is proposing now with this reconciliation bill, are driving factors in the high inflation we're seeing. Inflation is uniquely bad here because our all-democratic government has made uniquely bad choices. And now American families are dealing with a fallout every single day. And why is Joe Manchin still a holdout? Well, he too has concerns that these economic policies could actually inflame the inflation situation that the country finds itself in. But the vast majority of Democrats on Capitol Hill are with President Biden on this. Here is Virginia Democrat Senator Tim Kaine. If you help people deal with the cost of health insurance premiums and prescription drugs and childcare, you're helping bring down the price tag that takes, you know, big ticket items out of people's pocketbooks. And I hope we'll be able to do that. The real force in the American economic system that is capable of dealing with inflation is the Federal Reserve. And today's numbers likely give the central bank a green light to continue with its aggressive series of rate hikes to try and cool off the economy and bring down higher prices. But of course, this comes with a big warning sign. You can slow the economy down too much. So that is the fear of some economists. Doing too much too fast could cause economic hardship like a recession. And in fact, Bank of America warned today a recession is likely later this year. Other banks have predicted it could possibly happen later this year or sometime next year. And that big R word, recession, is not what Democrats want to hear heading into 2022 and 2024. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.